and uh, you know they've gotten to the point where now they they take a picture, you know, to let you know that I've delivered it to your door and they send it. And so uh, Kevin was just telling me that his next door neighbor. Yeah. So <laughs> my wife shows me she's like, man, they're sending these packages back. It got delivered to the wrong address. And she's, I'm like, they took a picture. And she goes, yeah, they're taking the photos to make sure they delivered it. And I looked at the photo. I'm like. That's the neighbor's house. So uh, I caught her in her car, and I'm like, hey, get over here. And she came over, and I was like, I think you got a couple of my packages. I'm pretty sure the picture that they sent us was your your house. And she goes, oh, hold on. Let me let me go look. Let me go check. My sister's been buying me a lot of stuff on Amazon, mm-hmm. and uh, she came back with my two packages. And she's like, oh, it was in my sister's room. Both opened. So come on. You know, you're going to jack my package and open it? You know I live across the street from you. Uh, you know, and so what I told Kevin is like, man, unfortunately, this happened to me last week before Christmas. So you're uh, a thief. I, you know, you don't know who's ordering stuff at your house, right? You know, so I got a package, just like always. I rip it open, pull out the stuff. I'm like, this. Oh, I didn't order this. The package is usually within a package now on Amazon. This was just this was just an envelope, one of the paper type okay. envelopes, okay. and ripped it open, take out. I'm like, what is this? You know, leave it on the counter. Um, throw the package away. A couple days go by, you know, and my wife's like, uh, why did you order those earmuffs? And I was like, what are you talking about? You know, like, it's just like the ones that are on the counter. Like, first of all, I didn't know what those were. You know, I honestly thought there was some kind of like bra cup or something like that. And I think my wife needs that, but in my mind, I was like, oh, these go on your titties, you know? Um, and so I just left them there. And uh, it turns out they I go back and look, they're, they're actual earmuffs. <laughs> I say, oh, man, dude, we didn't order these. Yeah. I go into our trash can where I threw the package, and it's down. I have to dig a little bit, you know. And I pull out this paper package, and I look, and it's got my neighbor's name and address on it. I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. I can't even put these back in this package because it has coffee grounds and freaking fruit residue all over it, you know. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. So I go over to the neighbor's house and tell him, man, listen, my kids have been opening up all the packages. <laughs> so you so you did blame this on your children like that lady blamed it on her sister? Absolutely. <laughs> what they say? Thank oh, you. no, good. You know, Merry Christmas, you know. So, yeah, they were cool about it. You know, uh, man, I, I was like, what do I? I was like, dang it, man. I got to start looking at the freaking packages, you know. Wasn't expecting that, man. At, so. at my house, it's a little bit different. So I live in the Heights area, and a lot of the houses have the gates around the front of the yard, too. And I never leave them unlocked because I don't want people coming up to my door. So our packages just get thrown over the fence. Just, they just throw them. Really? You know? And I, I have video cameras out front. I see some of the guys sailing them out, you know. And like, I'm like, at least set it down. And then some of the guys with the big packages will go through, and then they'll stick their hand in the picket. And like lower it down, like those are the good oh, drivers. Yeah, yeah. they're doing a good job. But yeah, they sail them. It's pretty funny. That is funny, man. One thing we forgot to talk about, Kevin, last time was we did mention going to Bo's uh, comedy night. Yeah. What we didn't mention was that uh, you, you and your wife, me and my wife, got together for dinner in Old Town Spring, uh, which is a very cool area, right. especially around the holiday time. Um, in, in in North Houston. Any case, uh, we go there. We we eat dinner. I won't name the restaurant because I don't want to. You know. I'll name the restaurant. It was yeah. one. It was one cheese, and I don't care because uh, there was a lot of weird things that happened. And I'm gonna let you tell your story. But 
the waiter was the weirdest. He was over talking all these crazy events, and I was just like, just "Give us our food, man. We don't, we don't need the rundown of what, the what, history." What crazy events was he? The talking ghost about? stories, like he had yeah. all kinds of yeah. stuff. Like just, just serve me my food. Yeah. So go this ahead. Is, upstairs is where the, the owner's wife and the place that burnt down killed him after masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he said. It was something. I'll take the lamb that. chops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, great selection, sir. Um. Any case, I I've been to this restaurant once before uh, with my wife, and she liked it, and so we went back. And I forgot before we got there. When we're there, I say, "Oh my God, this is the place with the weird ass restroom." And uh, I tell Kevin and his wife, I say, y- y- "Y'all got to go into the restroom before we leave." So at that point, I was like, "What am I walking myself into?" Like I had no idea what was to come. Yeah. So let me describe. I'll describe the scenario for you, or the the so you can see visually what this looks like in your mind. You walk uh, to the right of where the server station is, where they got tea and water and cups and everything like that. You walk to the right of that. You, you go back, and it's just an open uh, space with a giant circular sink that you can hit from all four sides. It's a trough. It looks like it's an a old trough. bathtub. Yeah. And, and, and people are washing their hands in there. The weird part is there's not a men's and a women's. They're all in the same area washing their hands in the same space. Uh, to make things even more strange, uh, the men's and women's stalls surround that trough on all sides uh, as you walk in. And they, they're all together. Uh, what I was disappointed about in the setup, though, is that they were walled all the way up with a closable door. Because I went in, and my wife went into the one next, and I was going to try to grab her feet. So you're enclosed in these restrooms, right? But you walk out, and you could be opening or closing a door, and there's a, a, a woman, a man. If you're a man or a woman, there's vice versa there. There's children. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you all go from the space of using the restroom to washing your hands. Now, one, t- one, one thing I did tell Kevin, I said, hey, look, go into the restroom. When you come out, uh, give me the first thing that comes to your mind. I don't think he was on the same page with me, but I'll, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't on the same page. So when I walked in, there's a lady that's washing her hands, right? And we both look at each other and I'm like, awkward. And she goes, extremely. And so I walk up and I'm washing my hands because I was going to wash my hands after I ate and then go to the restroom. And I'm like, okay, so this is obviously a unisex type of thing. And so this lady comes out and I just look at her, <laughs> washing my hands. Because <laughs> I've been in these bathrooms before. Making eye contact. That is make yeah, eye contact. Yeah. And then I go into the stall and I, I just have to go number one. And this is where the story gets interesting. Uh, so my reaction upon visiting the men's stalls um, is that this restaurant has found a way to deter men from dropping a deuce at their restaurant. Because when you go into the men's stalls, there is only a urinal. And I'm thinking to myself, if I'm a man and I desperately need to, to drop a deuce, am I like having to go to the women's stall because they obviously have a sit-down stall? You wouldn't back it up and put it in the urinal? I, if you I had to? wouldn't. I wouldn't. I know, I, I know I've seen that done before. Gross. <laughs> it's really awesome. <laughs> and you can't clean that out. I mean, like it doesn't flush down. You got to clean that out, you know? <laughs> Somebody gross, does. man. Dudes are the worst. 
So I didn't, I didn't recognize it, and I came out, and uh, I'm infatuated with restrooms. Like, one of my first businesses was working in restrooms. We put those TV monitors where they'd scroll advertisements over the urinal. So I'm very surprised that I did not realize I was walking into a stall with a urinal. I've never seen that before. Not yeah. in a stall. I mean, usually yeah. they're lined up, and, you know, you're checking peckers on the left and the right if there's a guy, right? And these are just urinals for men. Just urinals. Just urinals. There is no way for a man to, to drop trowel and, and sit his butt on a commode unless he goes into one of the women's stalls. Very strange. Marked women. With women and men all around seeing you go in there. Yeah. So the, the other funny thing that I noticed is that uh, my wife, Nico's wife, and I all went into the stalls at the same time. And I don't know if they designed this, but I started trying to yell in there to see if I could embarrass them. Soundproof, soundproof. It must have yeah, been soundproof because I was like, are you taking a shit in there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Messing with my wife. And uh, she obviously couldn't hear me. Oh, but man. It was very interesting. Uh, yeah, Wunchy Brothers, I don't care to say it. It's a cool place. It's got a lot of history. You know? It's yeah. Been around. So, what, yeah. what do you say? It's been around since like the 1890s. Uh, yeah, it was like it the first down. place to uh, create the uh, whiskey cake he was telling us about, right? The So what happened was they had a... The, the night before pro, uh, Prohibition was about to end, uh, they had one last hurrah here at this place, and everybody's getting liquored up, you know, and then they're having, it's a, you know, there's prostitutes there too, so they're having, you know, relations. Yeah, Everybody wakes up in the morning at this brothel, hung over, and the only thing that they have left to eat or drink is the, the, what was left of the whiskey and a cake. And so they just poured the whiskey on the cake. Everybody eats that for breakfast, and now that's the dessert that they're famous for. The whiskey, whiskey cake. cake. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he told us all about the whiskey cake. I wish the fucker would have told us about that bathroom. Because if you had not sent me in there with questions in mind, and I walked in, I would have thought I was in the women's bathroom and probably bolted out. You yeah. know, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah, well, it's it's... It's weird. It's really weird. Check it out, Wunchy Brothers. I would say, like, if you go to Old Town Spring, you have to go there yeah, just to a, check out this restroom situation. Yeah. But, do, but do go upstairs, too. There was a nice little area yeah. upstairs, a patio. They had some live music, um, bar I, area up there. That, that part was cooler because there was an actual, like, men's and women's restroom that yeah. you could lock the door and sit down if you needed to take a dump. I think if we would have known about that spot, we probably would have ate up there because yeah. it was really cool and had a big outside patio. It was nice outside. Kevin. <clears throat> yes, sir. What you got for me? Well, you wanted, I got a so list. You, wanted, yeah, you had COVID stories on your list. And, I do. And I bring it up because with this new variant, Omicron, like almost everybody I know right now has caught COVID over Christmas time. So during, during when we talk about COVID, I've uh, managed to name the Omicron as many different weird names as possible. So yeah. throughout the episode, it'll be called Romcom, Romnicromni, Omnicromnanon. And my mom's like, people are going to start taking you serious. And I'm just going to be like, it's the new strain. It's the you new know. strain. You man. don't know. Fake news. Here it is. Yeah, Omicron, named after uh, one of the Autobots. I like Romcom. <laughs> you know, Autobots are. Oh, yeah, the Autobots. Yeah. Is that his name? <laughs> one of the Transformers, Omicron. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so do you want to start with your COVID? Because I want to get through it. I don't have any COVID stories. So okay, so I want to hear yours. The funniest one, I guess. I have a couple funny ones, <laughs> but the one that oh, uh, I don't have COVID. Get tested. On. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've been tested or whatever, mm-hmm. vaccinated, yeah, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Okay. So I'm going home and I'm traveling down Cavalcade, and I come to a stop, and I'm thinking it's normal traffic. So 
the cars all go and we all kind of creep down and I notice that the ladies parked in front of me is hanging out the window saying something to the guy in front of her. He gets out, says something to her, and then grabs a, what looks like a to-go bag outside of the trunk of his car and gets back in. I didn't pull forward because there was an exit out, but I assumed the guy was a delivery driver or something getting the food out, and he had his flashers on. So his, I thought his car was broken down. And I was talking to my mom. I was like, Mom, let me let you go. I'm going to help this guy. So I get out, and I'm like, hey, you know what's up, man? We'll push the car, you know? And he's all like, no, no. And I don't know how good of English he spoke. He was a... Uh, He's from Indian or Pakistani uh, descent from from the looks. I, I don't know. But uh, he was like, no, COVID, COVID. And then I realized he's like, testing site, testing site. And I'm running up on this dude. And he's masked up and like kind of trying to get away from me. I was all ready to push his car out of the way. And then I, after I realized I'd you know, gotten to the other lane, there was 50 cars. All people were getting tested. All getting tested. Yeah, and they got tested, tested right. in a yeah. half of a container. Wow. So they had taken like a container that you would see you on drive a, through it. No, no, no. Like oh, on okay. a on a like a container from the boats. Right. They cut it in half, and then they just had the roll up door. And yeah, you would drive up. They okay, swab yeah, you, yeah, and then yeah. you'd go in. But I thought it was hilarious. This guy was like trying to push me back, and I'm all like, "Hey, I'll help you move your car." <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, Trying to think what else, uh, what else I thought was funny Man, was about that it, COVID. Dude? The one COVID story. Yeah, no, no. This is the other one that I wanted to talk about. So this might be mainstream news. You might have seen it, but the TikTok girl that got caught in the airport, no, her airplane. Heard. I haven't heard of it. So she goes on this fifteen-hour flight, right? Jesus. And halfway through, about four or five hours, six hours in, don't quote me on any of these times, she decides, "Oh my God, my throat's hurting." Goes to the bathroom takes a rapid test that she happens to have on her mid-flight, test positive, and had to quarantine in the bathroom for the rest of the flight. And she put the whole entire thing on TikTok. I'm going to call you out, girl. You had COVID, and you went in there and took the test in the bathroom so you can get famous. famous. You already have like 20 million views on the TikTok. Don't go on planes with COVID and try to be in the bathroom for five to six hours. It's ridiculous. I don't even know. I don't even believe she was positive, to be honest with you. I think it was all a hoax. But To be, you know, listen, I think y'all should stop watching your video. If there's a way you can take back your video watch, you should do that because this person is putting other people's lives at risk in order to become famous. That's yeah. not something to... At first, I was like, how the hell does she get that great a Wi-Fi to TikTok the whole yeah, thing? My yeah. wife's like, oh, she probably video then upload yeah, it, yeah, which absolutely. I guess that's, yeah. that's possible. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I saw is that they, uh, this is kind of some good news, and uh, they do have a new COVID antiviral pill that's out. Uh, we kind of talked about this morning, and just a little information on it, you do have to have a prescription, and the doctor... Uh, you have to have a positive test, and the doctor has to write the prescription for you to go get it. They're distributing it at Sam's and Walmart to start, and it's one of the things that's comparable to a Z-Pack. So if you get it and you take the uh, viral medication immediately, it's supposed to uh, lessen the bad effects of it, which I think is great. And I was reading about it, and uh, the guy said... You know, what are they going to do? COVID shot, COVID shot, booster, and then now they're going to start giving out. No, now they're going to start giving out gummies. And the guy commented and he goes, that's a million dollar idea right there. And we million? Joked him, Only a million? 
it would take a million to start, and you could probably make hundreds yeah, of millions. Hundreds I don't of know. Millions. Yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah, don't quote me on the on the numbers, but you could yeah. probably make you know a million the first day. Yeah, you know, if you came out, the vitamin uh, gummy industry is huge. You know, I was telling Nico that I buy the vitamin C ones, <laughs> and I ate like forty thousand grams of vitamin C the other day. They were just so good, I was popping them. Oh my god, uh, this is going to come up later in our show, uh, so I don't want to give it away right now. Uh, but we're going to circle back on the vitamins, gummy vitamins situation. Uh, but I did mention to Kevin this morning that recently I saw multivitamins, vitamin C, and even uh, melatonin in a jelly bean form. And I thought, <laughs> I got awesome. to try these yeah. all at the same time. <laughs> so so I was making a joke with Sean and I was comparing it to is that uh, I was joking. I was like, I wonder how long it's going to take Colorado to jump on this and make some THC COVID pills. And uh, you'd just be over-vaccinated and they're doing whatever. Because when they sell those those uh, edibles in Colorado, you might buy a candy bar, but it's like 20 doses, 10 doses. And you're going to take a bite of it? Like most people eat the whole candy bar and end up tripping out. And I'm just wondering if they'll have that COVID antiviral gummy in Colorado. Someone's got to be thinking about the money you made in that. So it's just interesting. I am glad that the people that don't want to get the vaccination or aren't comfortable with it will have some uh, ability to fight it. And I also think you can take the antiviral pill if you are vaccinated and start having extreme uh, symptoms. Well, good news. That's enough on COVID stories. You don't have any more COVID stories. No, no, no. I did have one other one is that... uh, I was thinking uh, of this idea, and I, I sent an email to CarMax, uh, not CarMax, CarMax, the, uh, the CarMax, lip balm. The lip lip balm. balm. Yeah. So I'm trying to create a lip balm that when the COVID virus touches your lip, it disintegrates, and you wow. can put it all in your nose, put it all in your lips. They haven't contacted me back yet, but I'm patent pending. Yeah. COVID CarMax. Wow. Do not steal this idea. It's already taken. It, Trademarked on our show. COVID CarMax. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully don't get a flag for copyright on that. But yeah, it's coming. well. That's good, man. That's all I got. That's all right, got. because it's New Year's Eve, and we hadn't done a flashback Friday in a while. I had two flashback Friday stories from uh, from New Year's Eve situations. Yes, these should be good. You you're definitely with me for one of them. I don't even know if you remember this because this was just like everyday life for us. Uh, <laughs> but. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know. I'm going to assume that we weren't old enough to drink, but we went in. So what, that we were like 16? Because <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that when we started? No, we weren't 16. <laughs> I think I might have been like, I might have been 19. Yeah. Which puts y'all, you know, you, my brother, Mikey, it puts y'all 17, a year 19. to two years yeah. behind me, right? Maybe I'm 20. Yeah. But I definitely wasn't old enough to drink. And uh, there's a liquor store, which is now a Specs liquor store. Uh, across the street from Klein High School. But at the time, it was not a Specs. And we all went in there uh, to get uh, alcohol for the evening. And I remember thinking, uh, man, I'm going to get this super cheap liter of vodka, you know, and uh, that way I don't have to spend all my money. Yeah. And I'll get this uh, thing of, of, of Sprite or 7-Up. And I was just going to make mixed drinks all night, you know, sip with and I think we were going out to Wes Ebringham's uh, house. And it, it, like his parents had some land, maybe yeah. out near Conroe or something like that. I don't remember where it was at. Any case, uh, while we're driving around, because I think we made some stops before, uh, I decided like mixing these in the back of this car didn't make any sense anymore. And so I should just probably guzzle this liter of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> 
Were you able to chug it? I was able to chug it. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and say that this is probably like 32 Flashback Fridays, at least the beginning of it, because yeah. the cheap bottle of vodka started a lot of the weekends. Any case, uh, I do remember going to Wes's house um, and moments, like little segments of things like, oh, there's a keg. No, you can't drink from it, Nico. You're trashed, you know? I remember his mom and maybe some other females taking care of me on the restroom floor, but uh, I found out later that uh, people were taking cups away from me so I couldn't drink off the keg because I was just, I was blacked out, I think. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I even heard from one young lady that I cussed her out and said, you don't want me to have any fun. You don't want me to drink. And then they caught me in his garage with a flower pot full of beer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To make things worse, when I wake up the next morning, I'm at a totally different location. I don't know where my car's at. I'm at uh, Tony Gimateo's house, and I've pissed his bed. I've I've urinated all in his bed. I never made it to uh, to the countdown because I was gone at like nine o'clock at night. <laughs> nine o'clock. So that's probably not going to change for this year for me. Like I'll probably that's, be. That's, that's what it's going to look like too. too. Yeah, no, not not the vodka, but the nine o'clock bedtime for sure. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, it's funny. I saw a meme the other day. It said yeah. something about uh, you know like. Uh, 30s the new 40 or uh, uh, 40s the new 30 50s the new 40 um, but as old as, like the the older I get the more that 9 might. p.m. becomes the new midnight <laughs> <laughs> so what's messed up is that uh, for me the the 40s like the new 60 for me uh, it's the other way around <laughs> I am I am beat up I feel like an old man my bones are my bones are chirping, and man, I even had to have my wife carry me to the car today. She had to carry me out, man, then put me into the car. But you know the real reason why? Look at that! I these didn't want to. I didn't want to get any water yeah. on these J's. Get water on them J's. Look Merry at those Christmas six to days. me. J's number four. These are limited edition. Man. I'm gonna plug one more thing for Christmas since it is almost the last day, which is really really cool. Is I got this. Man, my son would. Maybe dig, your son can come and help put us together. Like this. So yeah. this is the Home Alone set. It's huge. It's awesome. Limited edition, and it comes with a light kit that you can put lights yes. all over it. it it's, it's a Lego be, set uh, that says at the bottom, batteries included. Yeah, batteries included, and there's an extra light set you can do that switches on different lamps. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, I played with Legos when I was a lot when I was young, but I was a baby child, so I didn't get any cool Legos. I got all the leftover Legos, so I had to like build my own stuff. And I used to build houses, and so this is going to be pretty cool to build like a a real one that's not like shitty Legos that my brother gave me. So well, that was my Christmas presents. You get anything cool for Christmas? Well, I hadn't finished my flashback Friday story. Oh, that was, Oh, I thought that was it. You waking up pissing yeah, in the bed. That's two, there's more two than that? stories. Oh, okay. Two stories. Two stories. Sorry. Okay, the next one, you definitely weren't there. Okay. Uh, but Nicole and I, before we were, uh, officially dating, uh, we drove to Austin. Can I interrupt you one more time? You peed the bed at Tony Gimateo's house. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to get that on film one more time. (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry, Tony. (laughs) 
Sorry. Yeah, Tony. I woke up. I was like, oh my god, freaking. So the best thing yeah. about uh, Tony is that Tony owns a giant uh, recovery rehab now. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> and yeah. we probably partied harder at his yeah. house than anywhere yeah. in the world. But, man, congratulations, That is Tony. cool. Yeah, I, it really yeah, is. I do like that he has that now. So It actually helps some of our yeah. friends. <laughs> so the second Flashback Friday story, uh, Nicole and I, we get in her 300ZX, um, and we drive out to Austin uh, the day before. I think it was New Year's Eve Eve. And so the first night, uh, we're staying with uh, uh, Dan and Harold, two of our friends. Yeah. And uh, just, I mean, drinking and smoking, partying, just having a good time, you know. Uh, both of us passed out pretty early, and they, they, let it, they were kind enough to let us have one of their rooms so that we could just, you know, crash on the freaking bed. Um, the next night, so we're going into this whole thing, well, Y2K, you know. It's, it's about to be the year 2000. And it's 1999, so it was never a more perfect time than to play that Prince song, you know, yeah. Party Like It's 1999. You know, that definitely got played. Yeah. But we go with them to this rave that was at somebody's house. You know, there's a DJ, and uh, I remember, like, uh, before the countdown, like, I wanted to go out, you know, because I was high, and when you're high, like, music just sounds so much different. Like, you can pick up little audibly, uh, audible notes that you don't necessarily usually hear. And so I was like, let's go out to your car. You know, I want to listen to, I listened to a couple of jams off of the uh, Marshall Mathers CD. And I listened to uh, uh, Method Man's, um, uh, what was that, Countdown to 2000 he had. Uh, so you left the the inside rave with the DJ to go out to the car to yeah, listen yeah, yeah, to yeah. some gangster uh, rap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Because they were probably playing some boom, boom. Yeah, boom, I was boom, like, boom, you, know, you know, it was like rave music, house, you know, yeah. which is fine. I like that too. It gets <laughs> a little annoying though. Unless you're on Mushrooms. Oh, Judgment Day. Judgment Day by Met the Man. Yeah, perfect song. Great, great song. In any case, uh, we go back in. And as the countdown started to have 10, 9, 8, and I don't know if y'all remember everything about Y2K. There was a fear like the entire world would shut down. Computers couldn't even think anymore. Yeah. It was totally irrational. Uh, in any case, uh, in my mind, I thought it was so stupid when people would talk about it. I was like, you guys are ignorant. Like, that's yeah. <laughs> so dumb. You know, we get to one... And the freaking lights go out. The whole place shuts down. No music is happening, and people are screaming. And I was like, "Damn, they were right." <laughs> <laughs> Turns out somebody had uh, somebody had tripped a breaker on right purpose. on purpose, right on time, <laughs> so that so that everybody would think it was a Y two K situation. Uh, and and I remember that evening we crashed pretty hard too in a back bedroom of some house we didn't even know whose it was. I, all I said to Harold and Dan was like. Don't leave us here. Yeah. <laughs> Come get us, please. Come get us. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that that's a Flashback Friday. That's awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of fun Flashback Fridays at uh, um, Harold and uh, Dan's house, man. They were had a party house, and then Westfall had a really good house that we partied at a lot, too. And uh, I don't know if it was New Year's, but this is worth telling, is that me and Dan, we... Uh, we were fucked up, man. And, like, you know, sometimes when you're, like, fucked up and then you have, like, that sober moment. We had this sober moment and we were on the ground with the Nintendo cords wrapped around us like uh, the St. Bernard dogs have the little pouch of liquor to save somebody. And we were just barking at each other. And we had this sober moment. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> and then we went right back and barking. Yeah. 
<laughs> right back yeah. at it, man. So, yeah, there was a little bit more than weed going on. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that reminds me of one of my favorite uh, memes. It was those fake motivational posters. Yeah. And it's just some kids who just, they look discombobulated and they're totally out of it. You can tell they're high as hell from different things. Yeah. yeah? And it was like, they're doing all, con- their bodies are all contorted weird. You know, they look dumb. And the the thing down at the bottom says, drugs. It says, in italics, it's like, damn, they make us uh, dance cool. <laughs> <laughs> or at least think you dance yeah, cool. At like, least thank I, you. Yeah. I used to think that I could do some, like, liquid, like, <laughs> stuff and then i watched it recording on myself and i was like i was like i cannot do that again (laughs) man the unfortunate part about coming home from that trip uh is nicole uh totaled her 300 zx uh we were coming home from austin on the way back to houston and somebody cuts there's only at that time there was only two lanes and somebody cuts over in front of us and without thinking, just to dodge them, she slides over into, uh, we were on the left lane. She slides over into the shoulder, picks up gravel with her tires, and we start spinning out. And we spin across all lanes, the two lanes of traffic, hit the, uh, the ditch, and do, I've never seen this before. So, like, it was awesome to me to be yeah. in it, because I've only seen this in movies. We flipped end over end twice like the car hood trunk hood trunk hood trunk hood trunk hood wow. trunk wow and when we finally come to an an end we're on the we're basically on the top upside down wow of the car and uh i wasn't wearing my seatbelt, and i smashed both of her t-tops and her window out with my body with your head yeah just psh, psh, psh. Yeah. <laughs> so uh i mean we're in shock People are already pulled over. Once the like, once the cops and everybody get there, it happened pretty quick, I think, because we were still stuck in the car. Yeah. And they finally get the thing, uh, you know, open the door open, and they're getting her out, and they just let me crawl out by myself. <laughs> right? There's like all these first responders, and they're helping this young lady, and they let me crawl out by myself, and my shoes have come off in the process, like they were flying all around in the car. Yeah. And so I'm like crawling out on the grass, you know, like this. And, and, and I watched this police officer hold my shoe and go, looks like somebody's shoe. And he throws it into the ditch. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to just chop liver over here, man. I got helping this young lady, but, you know, can't help me. That's funny. So there's, there's always the one shoe that you see in the road. Yeah. Have you noticed that? <laughs> when I was pretending to go to college, my uh, photography was my major. And I wanted, I went around and took some pictures of those shoes and I wanted to document all of it. Someone's already done it. There's a huge album of, of shoes. So maybe it's that cop at all accidents. He's taken one don't shoe it. and throwing it out. I don't even know that I got the shoe back. It was a show, black shell toe Adidas. Yeah. Be on the lookout, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Be on the lookout. Anyways. All right. So that wraps up. The New Year's Eve flashback Fridays. All right, so I'm I'm looking forward to making a flashback Friday for this New Year's Eve. I got courtside seats. I've never been courtside to the Rockets game. Yeah, and uh, I don't do a lot of sporting events, but when I do, I want to do it good. I don't want to sit up in the rafters. I don't do it enough to to have to save that money. We're making a big event out of the tickets were a little bit pricey, but I'm so excited. It's going to be fun. I think we're probably going to have to wear a mask. Uh, I think that, I don't know if it's going to be mandatory, but I think we probably will. I mean, 
we've talked about COVID. It's kind of confusing if, you know, it seems like everybody's getting it. So I don't know if everybody's how it's getting work. it, man. They, they, I've seen a lot of places that will have the sign saying you got to have it. And then yeah. you walk in and nobody's wearing it. And you're like, well, I guess I could take this off. You yeah. Know? But. All right, man. Uh, we'll see. I'm excited about the game. They're playing the Miami Heat, the Miami Heat, so it should be a fun game. Well, man, before I get into the next subject matter, do you have anything that you wanted to? No, not really. Uh, I wanted to say congratulations to uh, Andre Johnson for playing for the worst football team for half his career and then getting nominated into the Hall of Fame. Congratulations, yeah. Andre Johnson. Man, I'm so sorry that you had to play for the Texans because I really think that you should deserve some rings. But he did make it to the Hall of Fame. They announced it. And well, good he, job. Did they announced the nomination, right? Uh, I think he's in. I mean, not, they, he hasn't gone all the way in, but they... I'll, I'll have to look it up. That would be excellent. I didn't hear about that, which is weird. It was uh, all over the news this, this morning okay. and yesterday. They had an interview with him. He was kind of emotional. The interview quality wasn't very good. It, was, it sounded like he was on a cell phone, but he talked about it. He really hadn't... Uh, I don't think he had really digested the importance of it he said you know when he got back around his mom they would probably hit home and realize what he accomplished i just i loved andre johnson yeah, i wish andre he could have i wish he could have played for a team that did him justice and he was so loyal to a fault yeah. and we've talked about jj watt experiencing the same thing so congratulations andre yeah. jj um by far um not not I, yeah JJ ended up surpassing Andre as probably the best Texan ever, but Dre is the second best and, and has a uh, special place in most Texan fans' heart uh, because he was the only thing that we had going on yeah. for uh, uh, you know since the second year of our existence. Wasn't a bad thing to only have going on. I mean, he was scoring oh, touchdowns as a lineman. Doesn't he have more touchdowns as a defensive lineman than anybody? Or oh, you talking about uh, JJ? JJ, yeah. yeah uh, I, I meant I was still talking about Andre. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Um, but both, both yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're great human beings too. Uh, do a lot for the community. Yeah. JJ Watt has done so much for yeah. the community. It's amazing, and uh, he still continues to do it. I think he's still a local. Houstonian, even though he doesn't play for the Texans anymore. Am I correct? Uh, that, that might be true. I mean, most guys uh, who are elite athletes in all professional sports will have a place down here in Houston. Yeah. I think, one, because it's uh, you know fourth largest city uh, in the nation. It should be third, you know, pretty close to coming up on Chicago. Uh, but, but also the diversity that you find here is like no other place, right? No not, other not, place. Just, not just different lifestyles. Uh, but uh, different nationalities. Uh, yeah, so Houston is uh, Houston's known for the vast diversity of all people. It's a melting pot of a city. And I often question when we hear all these uh, news episodes about race and different, uh, you know, in other parts of the country. But in Houston, it's almost like we're all together. Like, And I'm not saying racism doesn't exist in Houston, but there's... There's just so many different nationalities that we all just get along. You don't hear about it here as much. And I am I think that's a good thing. And I think diversity should be everywhere. Yeah. So, I don't yeah. know how you feel about that. But I don't see a lot of the stuff that happens on the... In other these, places yeah, happening here. Yeah. No, not not for the most part. Yeah. So, uh, well, man, uh, here's, here's a subject that I had. This is just random. But yeah. I wrote it down for today's show. Rules that I broke when I became an adult. Okay? Uh, 
rules that I broke. I'm going to go ahead and say that I am not going to be able to participate in this list. (laughs) My young adult life and Nico's young adult life is vastly different. No. So this is maybe not what you're thinking. So I'm just going to give you... Are we going rules or laws? No, rules. Rules. Like, you know, your parents tell you, don't do this, don't do that, you can't do it. You know, when you become an adult, you get your own place. You go, well, I could do whatever I want now, right? Like, so here's one and these are in no particular order okay uh leaving the fridge open uh like if i go to i'm with you now on this list so it's (laughs) it's rules you grew up with yeah and oh man i'm gonna chime in on these because i got oh my god dude how many times do we have to hear close the fridge guy you're letting out of air out you're letting the electricity what are we doing uh air conditioning in the neighborhood dude (laughs) i'll sit there and uh pour myself a glass of whatever's in the fridge take out some leftovers heat them up you know, put everything back together, put it back in the fridge, and then and then close it. I'll leave it open the whole time. I don't care. It's mine. I pay the bills. So my wife, she's like anti-fridge opening and leaving it open. And she thinks the food's going to go bad if the fridge is open for longer. For two minutes? Like three minutes? Five minutes. She's like, the ham's going to spoil. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not, babe. Like, we got 15, at least 15, 20 minutes. Oh, my God. As crazy as crazy as that is, right? Like, I still haven't managed to break the mold of leaving the door open for your house. Yes. Like, I I realize how irrational it is to think that leaving the refrigerator open for two, three, four, five minutes is gonna like. What would that really cost you in actual like utility bill? It can't. It couldn't even be twenty cents. No. You know. No, but uh, leaving the uh, leaving the door open can be an air conditioning issue, and that's the one I want to say because at my house, are you my, sure you haven't been programmed by your parents? I think my parents programmed me, but I broke the program. So at my house, we might as well have one of those lockable devices on the air conditioning unit. And my dad and mom are from the old school where they like to save that money. And dude, we were running at seventy six, seventy seven, seventy eight, and it was hot, you know. But when I was little, I didn't notice it as much. And I don't know if that's just from being a kid, and I don't know, you just don't feel as hot. But as I've grown older and going back to my parents' house, and at one point I was telling you earlier that I actually had to move back to my parents' house while we were in between uh, buying a house. And my mom would be like, oh, you know, we got to keep the AC, this and that. And I would give her 50 bucks and say, I'm turning it down. You know, I'm turning this down. There's no way it costs that much. No way. No way. My mom's got an app that tracks, you know, tracks the electricity. (laughs) That's so crazy, man. So so just in line with that type of thinking, I remember one day my son asked me, uh, Daddy, can I roll the windows down? Uh, you know, we're in Houston. You know, yeah. I mean, here in Houston, like, we use the AC and the fan at the same time. Like, that's how humid it is here, yeah. right? And I remember thinking, like, oh, man, I don't want to roll the windows down. It's freaking hot outside, man. Like, I wanted to say C, you know? Yeah. And then I said to myself, dude, why don't you just run both? Have them roll the windows down and freaking blast the AC on yourself. Like, Live a little. Who cares? Yeah, dude. What's it going to cost you? Like, how much money is that going to cost you? So all you got to do is just do the regular unleaded <laughs> instead of the, the super premium, and you're good. You balance it out. Yeah, I mean, so, dude, I was like, yeah. Ro-. So now I ro- sometimes if I'm like, yeah, dude, you can roll down the window, and I crank the AC on. I don't care. So he broke you. I know. I started thinking. I was like, you're right. 
that's all. It's illogical for me to think that that's going to cost me so much money. You know, like <laughs> that's funny, funny stuff. All right. So I got one I want to throw in. All right, so go I got a bunch of these, man. Uh, okay. The rule breakers. We might have some on the same list. Okay. So my thing has to do with couches. Okay. And this still goes on to this day at my house with my grandkids, and my dad will reprimand me for doing it. Two things: we weren't allowed to sit on the arm of the chair. Okay. All right. Yeah. And the second thing we couldn't do is plop, and plop. Couldn't plop. We couldn't plop. Plop is when you just plop yeah, on no, the couch. Yeah, I know exactly what plop. So is. what I do now is I will sit on the arm of the couch, then I will stand on the arm of the couch, <laughs> and, and I will back flop as hard as I can on that couch, and I'm just like, screw the man, you yeah. know. <laughs> That's oh no, God. the couch flop was Freaking a big rebel. deal. You're a rebel. I am a rebel. All right. So here's and again, and these are in no order. <clears throat> When I uh, started realizing that I'm an adult and I can make my own decisions, especially I have my own place, you know, I, I think I came to this rationalization at a, at a holiday, right? Like Thanksgiving or Christmas. And I was like, man, I don't really want to eat exactly what everybody's eating for dinner, but I sure would like a lot of these desserts. Yeah. And I said, you know what, dude? I could eat some of the food and the desserts at the same time or... I can just eat dessert before I eat the food. I don't care. I'm an adult. You're an adult. Do it. So that's what I started doing, man. So it's not, yeah, like a lot of times I'll be at the family gatherings and sometimes we do Thanksgiving at our house, you know, and people will see me make my plate and I got like three or four desserts and then maybe a little turkey and, and gravy and mashed potatoes and, and they'll be like, oh, you already cut into the desserts? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm an adult. I can do what I want. <laughs> Nobody's worried about me eating. <laughs> So, so why were we programmed to eat in that order? You know, I think in some other countries they don't. I think they have cakes and little like small cookies before they eat. But I'm not really sure. It's, it's, been, it's been drilled into your head. It right? has been drilled yeah. into your head. And I'm proud of you for breaking the mold. I'm yeah. proud of you for eating dessert first. I think that's a, a good a good option, man. Really, I'm proud of you. Here, here's another one. Okay, you can't swim until 30 minutes after you eat. That was my next one. That was my next one. Go for it, man. Dude, Talk I'll about swim this. and eat at the same time. I'll just eat pizza and swim at the same time. I don't care. So what did they think would happen to you if you were to get into the pool before 30 minutes? And I used to ask that. I was I, like, I think they think you would drown. Why? No, I thought, I thought it had to do with being sick to your stomach. Oh, I thought they thought we would drown. See, nobody knows. That's so the nobody deal. knows. Nobody it's, knows why they were saying it. It's always Oh, you got to wait 30 minutes. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? I'll jump in the pool right as I'm eating and pass me a chicken leg. So I'm just going to tell you about this horrible story, man. I knew a kid growing up that jumped in at 29 minutes. He's no longer here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, no, he didn't die. He disappeared. Oh, okay. Gone. That's what happens. Yeah, Yeah. that's what happens. So children, Uh, beware. All right, again, no order. No order. Even Even right now, uh, my wife will say to me, you're not going to wash those berries before you eat them? You know, when I got them from the grocery store? I'm like, do you think that putting the blueberries or raspberries underneath the sink for two seconds, letting the water drain and going like this, you know, like let all the water out, do you think that has cleaned them more than me just taking one out of the container and eating it? Yeah. There's no way a rinse off of five seconds, six seconds, ten seconds, whatever it is, has cleaned these berries more than you just taking it right out of the freaking container. So the berries are grown in dirt and oftentimes 
fertilize with manure. I mean, that's how a lot of fertilization goes. So you're already eating a little bit of dookie, and I don't think rinsing them is going to get any of it off. It's already embedded into the berry juice. I'm building my immunity for the apocalypse, okay? Yes. But I eat all my fruit without washing it. There's no, yeah. there's no reason to wash it. Yeah, so I got another one, too, that kind of goes on with that is that the not eating off the floor. The 10-second oh, rule? great room. Oh, I'm about one minute, 10 seconds, oh. you know? And as Shit, long as I'll it leave has... the house and come back and it's still on the floor. Okay. Oh, yeah, you'll eat it after, <laughs> after an hour or two? <laughs> oh, I don't think I won't. Don't think I won't. I've thrown away half a hamburger in the trash can. And you went back and got it out. I went, well, I wrapped it up, right? So I wrapped it up with the with the conscious idea that you might become hungry later. Yes, you're so full right now that you don't even want to think about food because you ate two of these already. But you may eventually want this. And I've, as much as three hours, gone back into the trash can and pulled it out, unwrapped it, and ate the burger. Man, I'm over here cracking up. Uh, and I... I've done it, and that's the only reason I laughed. And I told myself I would never tell anybody, but I'm just going to confess, man. I've done it too. Hey, man, the first time you eat out of the trash is the worst time. It goes down. (laughs) It's so much easier. (laughs) Once you start, you can't stop, man. Once you can't. The sad reality of that (laughs) statement is that I was told that by a guy who used to be addicted to drugs and was homeless. And he told me one time, uh, because he was talking about eating out of the dumpsters. And I was like, dude, was that tough? He's like, it's only tough the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you could say that about a few things, yeah. uh, right? Oh, my uh, God, man. I'll, I'll keep it clean, but you could say that about All a few right, things. so here's where we wrap back around to, to the gummy vitamins. Uh, I remember uh, one time my mom was hanging out with a lady who was kind of like our aunt. She wasn't really our aunt. Uh, and, uh, and, and so... Uh, her daughter was kind of like our cousin. And so me and Frank, uh, I think she was in between both of our ages. So it was me, her, and Frank. You know, we're all separated by a year. And uh, they caught us just chowing down on her, her Flintstone edible vitamins. And they gave us like this tongue lashing like you wouldn't believe. Like we were going to kill ourselves by eating all these vitamins. The chalky vi- ones? The chalky ones, Flintstone. right? Flintstone. Dude, are you kidding me? Right now, if I don't have a snack sometimes and I need candy for like watching TV, I'm just freaking go take the children's vitamins, man, and freaking load up on all these gummy vitamins. I'm like, is this an acceptable amount of candy to eat while I'm watching this movie? (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. And so I I want to loop back around because we started the gummies with the COVID. And I I want to show you this cool thing that my wife got me. So this is a... uh, a 1980s you know events that happen yearbook and we were flipping through it and we found this one thing and it says california this is in 1980 california state officials place all of santa clara valley under quarantine due to the mediterranean fruit fly invasion so in my mind from quarantine everyone's locked down and I'm like, I've never heard of us quarantining ever. I don't remember that either. They locked down Santa Clara Valley. That's a big, yeah. big area. So I was like, I got to Google this. I got to, I got to find out more. So I googled it, and Santa Clara Valley in part of California is also on a quarantine this year for the same fruit fly. For the fruit fly on quarantine. Wow. But what I found out is quarantine has not always meant the same thing. Uh, okay. So there's six, right now there's six 
of these Mediterranean flute fries that have been found in California. The quarantine is don't take your fruit outside of your farm. They've only quarantined uh, so the fruit. Infect other people. Yeah, fruit. it's just I the fruit. You. But I was like, what the heck? They were yeah, quarantined over uh, fruit flies. No wonder we didn't hear about this. It's <laughs> dumb. It is dumb, but it was kind of confusing. I was like, wow, man, they shut down the whole uh, whole California for a uh, fruit fly. Interesting. Very interesting. That's my 1980s news. Here's something I'm going to do in the new year. I wrote this down. It's not a New Year's resolution. It's just something that I was like, man, I need to do this at some point just to feel like I've accomplished this thing that's been on my mind for a really long time. Uh, and that is uh, rank every sitcom I've ever watched. Uh, and that might be 100 sitcoms. But, like, come up with a ranking list of, like, the, my top 100 sitcoms. And I thought to myself, well, who would even want to see this thing? And I thought, probably nobody. Yeah. But maybe my children one day will, you know, when I'm gone, you know, will think to themselves, you know, let's see what dad was all about, what his makeup was from, you know, and they might sit down and just, you know, watch like some of the episodes of some of the sitcoms that I've ranked, you know. So I'm I'm down to make the sitcom list with you. And have you made your list? No, I haven't started. This is something I'm going to do in the year 2022. Okay, so I think that's great. But do you think we should break it up by decade? Because I'm already thinking of my list, and it's getting it's it's hard in my head. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, because I was like, man, I've got so many, like, if I just start spouting off names, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that show, you know? I think think that we should go ahead and break it down 80s, 90s, or 70s, 80s, 90s, and then move our way up. Because there's way too many shows, I think, to get Yeah, there is so many. So Uh, that'll be the next... And my list is going to be way different, because I'm going to tell you right now, Friends is not on my list. It's not in the top 100. So, I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> Listen, that show sucks, all right? <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I quit. And I know a ton of my friends. I quit. Love that it's show. over. Me and Nico's they relationship is over. They love it. I'm like, this, this show's trash. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, did I watch it sometimes? Yes. It was, you know, like, this was an age where we didn't have streaming television. So, yeah, I mean, occasionally I had to watch an episode because I had nothing else to do, right? But, like, yes, there were humorous moments, there were humorous episodes, but just as in, in general, like, the show, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, like, to my daughter, if you want to get a real idea of what Daddy thinks is funny, like, watch this, watch this series. No. So it probably wasn't the funniest show. But it did relate to a lot of people's lives during that time in the same age bracket. And I've, I watched it a little bit when I was growing up, but I've binge watched it two times since then. And I love it. And they actually did a, re, a reboot where they all met back together uh, this year. And that was the first time they've all been in the same place since the show ended, which I thought that was weird. No reunion before that. No time were they all in the same building, restaurant. They never did anything together as a group until last year, which I thought was very strange. Interesting. Interesting. I'll forgive you for not watching Friends, but yeah, I mean, still I'll forgive w- you for watching it. Yeah, can so. we still be friends? Yeah, we can still okay, be. Thank you. I'll be there for you. Yeah, there we go. Yes, I got a song out of them. Yeah, exactly, man. All right, so that's that. We're gonna make that list. Um, I got another list, and I don't know if we'll be able to do it. And maybe we can find out if they're royalty free, and maybe we could just say them. But I'd like to play them. Is theme songs i'm real okay. big into theme okay. songs and we we play this game at christmas <clears throat> where while i have a big playlist of all the theme songs that we have and we play them and then you know whoever says it first gets a point and we you know it's kind of like a back and forth thing 
That's a lot of fun. I don't you know, know if we can play them because of the royalty stuff, but what we we'll should do is when we have guests again. And we've had we haven't had guests for a few weeks on purpose. Really, we thought it'd be really difficult to schedule guests during the holiday season. Correct. Uh, but we have some coming up that have already actually reached out to us and said, hey, like, we'd like to be on. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be putting together another guest list. So we're going to have interviews again. These last couple episodes. Of, I also know. want to thank uh, Jared. So Jared was the host of the comedy show that we went to. And he's put on a great show. We talked about it last week. He wants to come on to the show. And I really want to help him promote his comedy acts yeah, his comedians I, I think and i'm hoping idea. we could help plug him and yeah. he could help get some guests on there the people that he had uh were hilarious and that's one of hundreds of people he remember bo was telling us they did like a roulette wheel yeah and then it's just random who gets invited to the event so he has a list of great comics that we'd like to get on a show i think in the beginning of january we'll have jared on let him tell a story and a little bit how his comedy experience and putting on those productions has gone, and I'm, I'm excited for that. He was really I, I think it's great because uh, you know Bo had mentioned to us before that, that they're all about bringing comedy events to the suburbs, so you don't have to travel downtown or inside the yeah, loop in order to see comedy. I wish more people would participate. <coughs> you know, oh, that's COVID. I wish more people would participate in these events that are coming. We're going to be promoting the hell out of them because honestly, like. Uh, Sometimes you you like, well, what should we do for this Friday night or this Saturday night? I don't know. Let's go out to eat. Uh, let's go watch a movie. I mean, what else can you do? Let's go see a band. I yeah. mean, this is one more thing you have to choose from. And me not drinking anymore. Uh, I it was a challenge when I when I decided hey, I don't want to drink anymore. I wanted to you know not have that kind of be the the theme of everything I did. So finding these comedy shows now is, uh, me and Sean are super excited about it because it's a fun event. You don't need alcohol to, you know, to laugh. And I think bringing those to the suburbs, like you said, is really important. And uh, I encourage support and anything we can do to help them out. I think that's great. Um, Cause not everyone can travel all the way downtown. And th- this was a small show. It really yeah. was. So. Um, so this is just a random dot, man. This is one I've been playing with for uh, deep my deep thoughts that I usually post, you know, like on Instagram. Deep thoughts. Deep thoughts by Nico Garrett, which is you know a spin off of the or a copy off of the SNL skits from the like late eighties, early nineties. So. If you want to see Nico's deep thoughts, they are in the folder on our YouTube. Page. Oh yeah, so Check you can those go out. back yeah. and see all those. They're really <clears throat> absolutely. Uh, but uh, I was playing around with this idea uh, because. Cold pizza and hot pizza have very uh, distinct tastes. They're different, but they're both good. Like, I like both of them. I like cold pizza and I like hot pizza. But they're two different tastes, really, even though they're the same materials, right? But you know it's not good? It's freaking warm soda and warm beer. It's disgusting. And yet there's countries, <laughs> that's how they... Like, honestly, everybody over in Europe and Asia... They they serve their sodas and beers warm. So, I grew up drinking hot Dr. Peppers out of my mom's uh, trunk, and we still do it. I can I can handle Jesus, a hot, the a hot, hot syrup on your teeth. I can handle it, and uh, I'm a shout out to my boy Joe Joplin. We used to kill those mm. what we called hot pockets when the cooler ran out of ice. We drink them hot, and we called them hot pockets. It was a lot of fun. God, that's gross. It's really not uh, that bad. And I tell you it's what, acquired you, you taste. know. The scent of beer t- uh, changes uh, with the temperature. It does. Uh, so much so that to me, it smells like urine. Really? Yeah. I, mean, I hate beer. So, yeah. 
I think, though, in uh, a lot of those places that you're talking about um, with the hot beer, it's more of a stout, I think. It's not really like a cold lager I've read all beer. about it, like, oh, it's supposed to be served this way. Yeah. Uh, whatever, dude. It's disgusting. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, if you drink hot beer, fuck you. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Well, is, that, that, is that your bitch about it? That's your <laughs> that's, bitch for the that's my deep thought. <laughs> <laughs> my deep thought. Pizza... Uh, Pizza hot and cold, beer Good. hot and cold. Two different things. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I think I would say it's something like this. You know, uh, cold pizza and hot pizza uh, both taste delicious, even though they're two different tastes. But warm soda and warm beer taste like shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can definitely drink the cold beer and you have your choice of hot or cold pizza. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, well, uh, here, I don't know why I wrote this down. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Do you remember Benny Hill? Benny Hill. Oh, man. Friend, famous, clue. After me and my brother would watch Saturday Night Live, and this is when we were much younger, like younger than 10 maybe, right? Or right around 10. Okay. Uh, there would be a show called uh, Benny Hill. That we come on. It was it was a English uh, like sketch comedy where this old dude who was a pervert would have like scantily dressed women, and he was always groping and touching them, and all the jokes surrounded like, and the skits surrounded like him fondling boobies and butts, and and like as a kid you're like oh yeah, there is mom watching. Again, I don't know why I wrote that down. Uh, it's sad that you don't know what Benny Hill is. Yeah, I apologize for that, but uh, let me ask you this. Yeah. And I'm asking everybody. Have you ever tried to catch the cable channel that you didn't get, yes. but would flash a boob here and there? And if you say you didn't, you're a liar. <laughs> Most of the guys are about my age. Uh, grew up with the same technology that I did, right? So you know about Spice Network. 96. Okay. Channel 96. It was somewhere in the 90s for sure. And you knew about this little situation that was like, if I click up and down on the channel controller, like up once, down once, up, down, down, you could get a split second. It would, like, it would come in wavy and discolored, but you could still see the intercourse and the nakedness. You could catch a boob. You could, you could catch more than that. So my TV was a little bit more difficult, and I had to do the up, up, down, down, left, left, right, right, select, start, select, start, A, B, A, B. Like that, that always put it on, and I'd get like five seconds with that one. So. Oh my god, man, dude, left to their own. Yo, men, young men are perverts. Dude. We are just it's a, disgusting. We are I would just never a dirty, yeah. dirty altogether. You know, all around, just yeah, disgusting. I mean, honestly, I think my mom promoted this maybe because she was a single parent mom. She was trying to figure out like a way for us to like become. You know, we didn't have dads in our lives. Oh, sure. Right? And so, like, she used to be like, "Oh, do you want this Cosmo magazine?" You know, like. Yeah, uh, she was okay with us, like, having posters of of females. Like, you know, mine was Cindy Crawford. Frankie's was Christy Brinkley. I had a Cindy Crawford on the back door of my closet. Yellow bathing suit. And she, like... Camel-toed. You know, like, she, she, like, was promoting it, almost. And then thought it was, you know, and then thought it was a a fireable offense when she found that we had Playboys underneath the bed. You know, like, (laughs) what is this Playboy? You know? 
I like you you kind of brought this on yourself, you know. <laughs> you kind of promoted this idea that women are like sex objects, you know, which is not you know, now that I'm a, a husband and a, a father, I'm like, oh my god, dude. Like this male society that, you know, dominated and subjugated women was ridiculous, you know. Yeah, so that's changed a lot and then uh Good. me and my wife were joking about I forget what movie it watches and it doesn't really matter, but some of the movies made in the 80s and 90s could not air or the network would get canceled, the actors would get fired. Like, there's some racy, like, taboo, weird stuff that happened in the 80s and the 90s that you would never get away with. Bro, I have told Nicole, like, I've gone back and rewatched uh, movies that I thought were great that I wanted my kids to watch. <clears throat> I've rewatched them and said, wow, like, did you as ladies 